0: well they can ride in it and they can rope in it and if they have to well they can even shovel it the real cowgirls of the wrra okay well i'll tell you this they don't take no lip they're trying to win the ranch rodeo championship the real cowgirls of the wrra well, they can haul hay, drive a truck, build a fence, pull a calf, don't back them in a corner. Because they might kick your ass, gaining cowgirl's husband? And he'll say. Now they can ride in it, and they can rope in it. And if they have to, well, they could even shovel it. The real cowgirls of the WRRA.
1: Thanks for joining us. Liam Perry joins us today on this episode. Uh, she's with the Cactus Flowers uh, Women's Ranch Rodeo team. They recently went out to the Art of the Cowgirl and participated in the Ranch Rodeo out there so we get to hear about that adventure. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining the women's ranch rodeo podcast today. Joining us is Leanne Perry, my friend and fellow board member. Good afternoon. Hello.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: (laughs) Oh, you are welcome. I'm glad to finally get you. I've had the rest of the team on here. So we're going to talk about how you got started in women's ranch rodeo. And then you guys just made the trip out to queen Creek to the uh, art of the cowgirl women's ranch rodeo. Uh, we're going to talk about that because that's kind of exciting, uh, go out there and compete in a different event so that's what we're going to cover today when whatever else you want to talk about.
0: Very
2: good well (laughs) my start in Ranch Rodeo um, was just um, a a few short years ago. Um, I've been around cattle and livestock and horses my whole life but never really competed at any level and um, I had friends that kept saying you should be on a team with us and I kept telling them no I'm not very good at this. And they just kept saying, "No, come on, you'll you'll love it, you'll be hooked." And they were right; I instantly was hooked.
1: And am I remembering right? You was you was an athlete in school. I mean, it's not that you don't know about competition. Am I remembering right? Yes. yes. Yep. Volleyball, basketball, track. Yeah, I I try to keep all my girls straight on, you know, <laughs> but it's we got a lot of girls to keep track of, so it, the competition was no big deal. And and you grew up uh, in in ag and, and ranching and stuff so it was just putting them both together when you got to the arena
2: yep and the support of of everybody is what makes the difference you know having the support of your team and I cannot emphasize the camaraderie amongst the girls in WRA enough. I mean there's no better
1: feeling than to be out there competing and
2: having them all cheer you on
1: Right, and, and give you a tip, or if you need uh, help with something, or whatever you need, uh, the girls are there to help. And uh, we got a good bunch, good bunch of girls. Wouldn't trade them for the world. And I know people really get tired of hearing us say that every time we we talk to someone, but it, but it's true. Um, it's a really good group, really good group of girls. Uh, yeah, work and- with. And- neat to you know be
2: able to visit with them and cheer them on at the rodeos but we've also built a little network um you know where you support each other throughout the year and whatever you're doing at home on the ranch and
1: and that is uh, just as good as well oh yeah it's not just uh it's not just at the rodeos that we visit and i can't remember the membership but just you know, let's just say a good round number a hundred and some girls uh, you know we talk to different different people talk throughout the year. I mean, I don't talk to all hundred girls, but more people you talk to than normal that that's in your same lifestyle and and understand what you're what you're going through and problems you're facing if you need help with you know different kind of things or just a sounding board of of what's going on right yep so uh what was your first rodeo at heather's or did you have to travel to that first rodeo Um, that you competed in do you remember
2: i am thinking it was at joette's just down the road yeah when we went when
1: we went to joette's and then then went up to Heather's it was that same weekend yeah I don't think we yeah. had to travel very
2: far um, which helped because I was you know in a little bit more of a com- you know
1: comfortable atmosphere right and then because uh, I know when I talked to Katie her first ranch rodeo was clean here in Kansas uh, just down the road from the house so she got a nice little road trip on her first yep. women's ranch rodeo yep which yeah, I have
2: I- to admit road trips are the best we have the best time <laughs>
1: yeah yeah you, you hate being away from home because there's there's lots going on but uh to be able to travel with with your teammates that that's good that's that's a good deal and you got your secret weapon with you garth yeah uh, <laughs> usually, usually i have jack and garth <laughs> i remember that we did a we did an interview when we uh for something, I did an interview with all you girls uh, and you had to let the cat out of the bag that Garth was one of your secret weapons, which I thought was a pretty neat, uh, pretty neat deal. Did he make the trip out to Queen Creek with y'all? Of course. Yep. <laughs> well, I was wondering if you was both able to leave uh, and go out there for, gosh, how long was you guys out there? Uh Five days.
2: Um I mean, it's always tricky trying to get stuff lined up. Um, to be gone, um, it was a little easier perhaps this year. We've been so dry that all of our cattle um, are actually on corn stalks in Kansas. That was our only choice um, other than selling them. So, um, I mean, that made it a little bit easier here to to get away, but always hard to get stuff lined up so you can be gone for that long. But we were so excited. We had tried to get in last year to compete, and, um, of course, it fills up so fast. We we didn't get in in the first teams they took last year so this year i was
1: very much on the ball about being called right away to get in yeah it's uh it's quite a deal we need to get all of those girls out in that area uh interested in it yes in women's trench radio. uh your team uh cactus flowers you all have won um won the world once or twice and you won the average I can't remember uh, off the top of my head but I know year before last you guys won the world and the average but the year before uh, did you win which one did you win I can't remember we won the world um, what three years ago now okay I, you know I didn't go back and look at records I was just trying to remember in my head
2: yep. Yep, and then um, we won the the year-end
1: and the world um, two years ago. Okay, I was trying to remember that. So, going out there, did you take your regular team, or who, who all did you take with you out nope. to Queen Creek? We didn't. Um, we had to change it up.
2: Things are, um, you know, people are always busy, and things are going on. So, we hauled... Um, a friend of ours, Stephanie Spitz, went with us, and uh, a friend that had actually been in the WRA for a long time that lived in Arizona, uh, Tara Iverson,
1: and, of course, Heather. Well, that's good that Tara got to go. I knew that she had she had moved out that way. Uh, that's good. She's a good teammate to have. Yep. Yep. We were excited to get her on board. It was kind of uh, back backyard, so... Yeah. And Stephanie, has has she uh, rodeoed with us? I'm not, the name's not sounding familiar. She has not. So this was her first first experience kind of with
2: the women's (laughs) ranch rodeo. She has been on um, some ranch rodeo teams before, but, um, but not
1: um, like the WRA or the. So, Hey, let's drive. How many hours did it take? Your first French rodeo. Twelve hours. Well,
2: she flew. She actually flew out there. Oh, okay. Be called, um horses um, down there.
1: So, oh, she got the easy well, way to take it easy on her on her first deal. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you get her hooked? I I think so. I think she really enjoyed it. Good deal. That's that's what we like to do. We like to get them get them hooked, get them addicted to the to the competition all the good folks that's uh involved in women's training rodeo and although that wasn't a sanctioned event uh we had quite a few girls from the association out there and we will be uh having a little interview with those girls too uh you know after the fact uh, i know whitney and and kelsey ended up in the in the top tree second and yep. second third which is really exciting and uh Looks like Kelsey's horses sold really good in, in the sale.
2: Yep, they they had great um, shows in, you know, in the World's Greatest Horsewoman and in the um, Ranch Rodeo. And like I said before, um, you know, I, I'm i competing in the, I, I was chosen to do the Ranch Horse for our team. And um, none of us have ever done that part of it before. And so that was very new to us. And so I had no idea what I was doing. So I was reaching out to Kelsey and Whitney and, and Ray Lynn and Sarah and Ashley, you know, like, what do I do? And I would go sit with them in the stands or if I saw them sitting there watching the event, I'd go sit with them and be like, okay, so why'd they do that? What are they doing there? And just kept you know, asking questions. And they were all so great about, you know, you do this and you do that and go do that. And, and then to hear them cheering for me in the stands when, when I went was, phenomenal like i could hear ray from across the
1: arena you know (laughs) saying go on
2: go through the corner you got this and i was like okay
1: i got this so well cool that was that was i was wondering who who uh competed in the ranch horse competition so for everyone that doesn't know the events were different than ours at at the association they had a double doctoring a branding, which their branding was different. We'll go into that also. But they had a double team roping, and then, like you said, the ranch horse competition. And forty teams competed at in all of these events. And then whoever won the average, uh, won the rodeo. Is that not right? Yes. Okay. So, what what was you guys's first event that you competed in? Um, the doctoring was the first event. The double doctoring. Okay. So. That ran a little bit different. They let, and they were all muleys. Everything that you competed on was muleys. Yes, big muleys, like eight hundred pound muleys.
2: Which it was super fun to be able to go out there and chase and rope some muleys.
1: Yeah, I watched. Uh, I got to catch a little bit of probably the double doctoring is what I got to see. uh, A few teams go. Those was big old steers. They were. Man alive! And some of those girls didn't weigh no more than. My goodness, they didn't have much lead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so one one was let out of the chute, and you all had to head and heel and lay them down. Is that right? Um. Yep.
2: And then uh, it it'd be just like the the steer branding where you put the ropes on the front feet um, before you can mark them, before you can doctor them.
1: Right. And then after you got that done, then they let the second one out, and y'all went after Correct. the second yep. one. Okay. How'd you guys fare in that deal? Um, We had a little tough luck. Um,
2: Right off the bat, we rode in, and um, Tara broke her rein somehow. And uh, so Heather roped him really good and and just missed her slack. And uh, so Tara rolled up there and uh, went to rope it and realized she didn't have a rein, and so that was another loop you know she's still you know I mean you're there to compete you don't think about stuff like that you know you roll in there and you're trying to, to get it done and so Stephanie actually uh, headed it and turned it for me and I roll in there thinking don't miss don't miss instead of rolling there to say oh, you know so, um, so just lesson learned we you know you just got to keep going at them and and so we never got yeah and you're in that
1: because in that event out there in the double doctoring you is what allowed four loops per per cow yes. right is yep. that right so you had to make each loop count yep and uh and, and run into a little trouble there and all right so then uh what was there, guys this next event that you we had did the, double open. We did the double team roping we the double and was that just straight out of the box, or did they run that kind of like the double dock? Um, they turned the two steers out together
2: out of the rope and shoe, and we started on the opposite end, and then uh, they dropped the flag and we went to them. You just had to head
1: and heel them and get
2: them tight. Yep. Head and heel and face, and they ran that a little bit different. They um, they had a flagger for each one, so you know when you go at them and the first team hadn't healed it they would drop the flag on that team and then when the other team came tight drop the flag and add the two times
1: together yeah. oh interesting interesting so you couldn't after you got a time on the first steer, you couldn't go help the other team it was no you had to designate. we actually had armbands um who roped with who and you know it was a three loop oh. limit per steer oh so it even got tougher yep. So they narrowed your loops down on yep. that uh how'd you guys get along in in the in the double team roping uh, our Steph
2: and Tara had theirs roped in 29 seconds wow um so that was I mean it it just worked out it lined up great Heather and I were a little bit slower um I missed my first loop um you know just coming in on those muleys hopping big and stuff I Reset and uh, double hawk, and, and they gave you a five second penalty if you had one leg. So it, it was even tougher yet. And so um, I was able to come in on my second loop and scoop two, and and I think we ended up with 134. I can't remember for sure what it was, but we ended up nine out of the 40 teams.
1: That's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, You know, when we're used to, you know, in the arena, when we go to our rodeos, nine times out of ten, they're they're roping cattle anyway. That's been roped enough and knows the drill. And and to go out there and be roping muleys, um, that's different. That's fun. Oh, it was great. It was great fun. Yep. Yeah. The only thing they could have done is just put you out there in the grass (laughs) or something. You. I am not going to complain (laughs) at all about the weather. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was that was fabulous (laughs) all right um so then what we have going on then we did the branding then we went over to the the double branding and
2: and that was a little bit different than i've ever done it before Um, they split an arena into thirds with panels and they had a, a branding going on in in each third of the arena
1: and it's it wasn't branding like we brand it wasn't Rope two feet and drag them to. Nope, the No,pe they weren't calves. They were, um, you know, the the big
2: eight hundred pound yearlings, um, where you head and heel them, and then you know put the the rope head rope on the front feet, and then uh, you come with the iron, brand So, did you have
1: to, you had to do two head yep. on that? You had to switch. Well, yeah. You know, it's a it's a lot like um, hyenas,
2: where, um, I think it's in hyenas where you. Um, Head and heel one, and then you switch your teammates. The the two on the horseback
1: become the ground crew, and the ground crew get on horses and get on horses. The, rovers. the rovers. Yeah, because we got to remember out there in in that country that that's that's the way they do it. You know, and where where the women's Trans radio started, you know, here in Kansas, when we did the branding, we think of branding calves, and when they when they brand. They brand calves, but they hadn't healed them out in, in that part of the country. Yep. So they kind of do it the way they do it in their part of the country, which is which is neat that, that you got to go out there and do that. So how would you guys get along in the, in the brand? Um, I think we ended
2: up, I don't know, in the middle of the pack, 20th or so. Um, we, we were a little nervous about getting flagged out. There was a lot of teams getting flagged out for um, you know, running them into the panels. And the steers were kind of wanting to run into the panels on their own, so um, we probably we probably took it a little <laughs> easier um, than we should have. But right. we definitely were right. trying to avoid a no time. Yeah, we like a time better yep. than a no time. Yep.
1: Any time. Yep.
2: And trying not to get the judge run over. Yep. Like he had been um, ran over several <laughs> times. You know, th- those steers were big, and and some of them weren't afraid to get a little hooky and. I think he'd been up the fence several times. Um, yeah, so we we were trying to be cognizant of that and, um, you know, really just not rough up the cattle and give them time.
1: Cool deal. Cool deal. Um, and we talked a little bit about the, the ranch horse competition. Uh, explain to us what you had to do in, in the ranch horse. Did you have to do a pattern and then work a steer, or what did you have to do there? Um, well, we were supposed to do a pattern, and I had practiced. I had
2: borrowed a horse from Gary and Heather. Um, they had had one that had done some pattern stuff and some showing in the past, so um, it seemed to be a good fit. Um, we really didn't have anything that had been shown like that, so um, I borrowed her and rode her a few times, and uh, was practicing the you know for a pattern that they had told us would be able to complete, and then be able to call for a cow and do some boxing and fence work and. Um, about an hour before the show, they let us know that we weren't going to do the pattern, just the cow work. I asked Kelsey, and said, do you think they'd mind if I just went into the pattern anyway? I practiced so
1: hard. <laughs> That's it, kind of a bummer. Was, but
2: I mean, I, they had, you know, um, really a time constraint um, that they needed to to meet. So... Um, But the cow work um, went really well. Um, You know, the little mare really latched on and and boxed and fenced good. Um, I really don't know enough about it to tell you that I had a bad cow, but I feel like I had a bad cow. um, Just kind of played out sooner than I wanted her to. Um, I really couldn't get her pushed back down the fence to the marker that I wanted to go to to turn her. But um, we were able to box and fence and i roped her and stopped her and so i'm i'm calling it a win for for the first oh, heck time yeah. so and it, heck yeah
1: did you enjoy and oh, did it you was enjoy a that a
2: lot of fun uh, it was a lot of fun
1: uh, so did you have to ride that same horse throughout these other events no um you could actually um ride whatever horse in the ranch horse Okay, so it didn't have to be the same horse that you rode in the other events. That's interesting. So a lot of different mix, you know, mixing it up. That's what I've always found a little, uh, I wouldn't say difficult, but a challenge, I guess, when you go to a ranch rodeo and, and you go to so many women's ranch rodeos and their events are not always like ours and your brain is, you know, has done our event so many times in the way we do it that you forget that they might drop a, you know, you might not have to do a certain thing or add a certain thing. It kind of yeah, keeps a different element to it. Yeah, it, I think it keeps you sharp and and it makes you a little bit more competitive when you when you come back to the uh, women's deal. So forty teams and. Yeah, let me tell you. Uh, uh, there I know a was lot of,
2: some amazing horses
1: and some very talented cowgirls there yeah, from, from yep. all over the country. I mean, all different walks of life too, uh, from what I saw in the uh, World's Greatest. Uh, yep, a hundred,
2: a hundred entries all over. in that, and I mean it's it's just fun to sit there and and watch them compete, to watch their horses work,
1: and to watch them. Yeah, and and to be able to you know like set like you said um, have uh, Raylin and and uh, and Kelson and, and Whitney and Ashley there um, you know to kind of explain to you what in the heck they're doing.
2: Yep, you I know,
1: felt a lot more confidence after I talked <laughs> to them and
2: and they <laughs> helped me.
1: Yeah, and and you're competing against them. um, I guess not really against them, but you're trying to get a better time. And and they're there, like we said, they're there to help. They don't want to see you do bad. Right. right. Well, yeah, Whitney and Kelsey had teams
2: um, in the Ranch Rodeo. So, I mean, essentially I was competing against them. And they were still, you know, and they were there to compete in the world's greatest horsewoman. And they were still taking their time to come, you know, watch me ride. They even, you know. Took me in the arena afterwards, and we were working on some things, you know, for me to practice to get better um, for the pattern and stuff. So, you know, I, I mean, that is awesome that they're willing to to take their time when they're so busy to to help a competitor.
1: Right, but uh, we just got there, and and deal, like you said, the, the cow that you drew. Uh, Gave up a little bit quicker. Well, the cow that the next guy drew is completely different. Cow, it's the luck of the draw. So, you're just trying to make best of what of the draw you get. You're just trying to get the best time with the draw that you that is rodeo to
2: a T right Uh, there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's luck of the draw. Even, even you know, um, I watched a little bit of the I don't know what they call it, Uh, I call it cutting uh, in the world's greatest. And I know that, that our girls know how to pick what cow they think is going to give them the best action Mm -hmm. for their horse, you know, and I think a lot of the angle of the camera didn't show uh, the best, the best work. But, you know, I think that event, you, you think you have a little bit more of an advantage because you're picking your cow, but still. He might not be what you thought he was going to be once you get him sorted out there, but everything else is, is yep. luck of the draw. You know, do the best of at what you get there. So, well, that's cool. That's cool um, that they're, uh, they're able to run the deal off, and uh, a lot of good a lot of good girls out there competing and watch a bunch of good horses work.
2: Yeah, it was very disappointing that they couldn't yeah. hold the, the, the event in its entirety like it was planned. I was really looking forward to seeing the clinicians and the artisans, um, you know, all in, in the one place. But, you know, the effort that it took for them to still put that on, you know, with 100 greatest horsewomen, 40, 40 teams, so we appreciate all their, their efforts and everything that they did to be able to just hold that rodeo for us
1: that uh you are our sanctioning person in front of in charge of sanctioning this year with the association trying to get our rodeos put together uh so very good Um, i've actually
2: spent this last week well since we've got home um on the phone with producers um just informing them of our some of our updated rules and um additional events we've added um just producers seem very excited about um getting rodeos started again for this year and we have some exciting stuff that we're working on that hopefully we can get on the schedule uh, for 2021 right
1: because uh what we added uh we haven't covered this much i think me and kelsey kind of touched on it uh before our meeting but we've added a uh, Ribbon roping, which is kind of a modified uh, wild cow milking for for the girls, and then we added um, something we else. Made, what did we add?
2: Trailer loading, trailer, trailer loading, load. we changed trailer loading,
1: a run in. Yeah, so uh, we got some mighty exciting things to go up there. Uh, we think it's going to be a little bit better, watching a little bit more competitive for the girls. Uh, I hope they like the changes. And, and that I just want to let on.
2: all of you know that are listening. Um, When we added the ribbon roping to simulate the wild cow milking, we will um, do our best to make sure the producers buy cattle that we can mug successfully. We don't want to get anybody hurt. You know, everybody wants to see you get a time. So um, don't be afraid of this event. Just a little bit that I've heard people talk. um, We're really going to encourage producers to get stock that will be easy for us to handle. Um, So just another fun you know, crowd
1: pleaser and a fun event for us. Right, because uh, that's why we don't have wild cow milking because we don't want to hurt anybody's yep. mom. We don't. We don't want nobody's mom getting hurt or none of the girls getting hurt. And and everybody knows we don't got that upper body strength that the guys. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We yep, Nobody, we nobody to wants to go to get the next hurt. Day we we understand. We we are not gonna put an event in that um is gonna put you in that situation. So Right and, and none of our producers uh they're gonna they're gonna pick the events and I gosh how many events we have to choose from to make it work with what cattle you have and uh the arena you have. We've got a lot of events to choose from to make the rodeos work and to show people out there the different types of uh, situations we get put in at home, you know, they're all all of our events are something that you might have to do uh, at the yep. ranch. Yep, and in the tra- So yep. to yep. help and people the understand, loading, um, we're going to allow the ropes
2: to be left on. That way, you know, if if the cattle do get a little hooky or or whatever, you know, we we don't want to get anybody hurt. We don't want to put anybody in that position. So, um, you know, the It'll be road ready with the road still on and probably not the scenario that you would use at home. You know, I know we personally would grab a pair of stretchers or a pitchfork or <laughs> something to take it off with before we went down the road. But, um, you know, we, we definitely have uh, your safety in mind, but we want to keep fun events that are you know, fun for the girls. and crowd Exactly. Educational. Yep.
1: Right. Our events are edu- educational. Uh, they're entertaining. They are uh, ranch-based. They're for the safety of, 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 the, of the livestock and for the girls. Yep. And so I'll put my little
2: play out there now. Anybody that is interested in having a rodeo, producing a rodeo this year, please uh, get a hold of me. My contact information is on um, our, our webpage and our Facebook page, and we can get you the sanctioning stuff
1: we would love to entertain putting on a rodeo wherever you are. Exactly. Exactly. We've, we've got girls all over the country. Uh, when we started out what 17 years ago with the association, uh, probably 25 years ago, before we started the association, we just had girls from Kansas, uh, one or two teams from New Mexico, maybe one from Texas, uh, couple from oklahoma and we have grown to louisiana texas oklahoma kansas nebraska south dakota wyoming colorado new mexico uh we've really grown and we'd like to expand out there uh, absolutely that's nice
2: we we pulled back in the yard and it was like 35 degrees and instantly i'm like uh let's load up more horses and go back
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was giving you a hard time when you said it down there that you wouldn't want to come back, and you're gonna to have to. Yeah, it's gonna be harder to acclimate back to the cold weather than it yeah, was to. So yes, I had to, to put a couple to extra coats weather. on when
2: we got back, and we're starting cold, so that's not a good position to be in. So well, well don't it, get buffed you off. Got to get on first. You got to step up there first. You got you got extra on. padding.
1: <laughs> Oh, that you know uh we normally do a a little quick question deal, and that just brings it up, and I haven't been doing it, but uh talking about bundling up, and I've always wanted to ask this other girls, I'm not a big uh coverall kind of person, I'd rather have uh maybe a layer underneath my jeans and my leggings kind of person long johns jeans and in in leggings uh in the cold butts what's
2: your um, preference
1: my preference is not to be cold
0: <laughs> well you're living yeah. in the wrong part of um, the country
2: i usually i usually get along pretty good um i do have a pair of coveralls in and when we're you know preg checking or um, you know, when you're out there standing in it for a long time or whatever, I don't mind putting my coveralls on or if, you know, things are going to be sloppy or dirty or whatever. Um, but for the most part, you know, I usually don't wear my leggings if we're riding or my coveralls. If we're riding, I prefer my leggings.
1: Yeah, I just. So right uh, now,
2: the hardest part is keeping my thumb warm. That's the part that bothers me the most.
1: Yeah. Uh that was that was quite a, a little accident that you had. You, and you went to Arizona and you didn't get <laughs> don't hurt. Don't
2: jinx it.
1: I I thought I thought about that today and I thought, you know, don't give her a hard time unless she brings it up. So hey, when I go, I go off <laughs> Leanne's kind of Leanne's kind of accident prone Or if something's going to happen it, It's going to happen to Leanne it's like the first 35 uh, years of my life
2: With no problems And now they're all catching up to me
1: <laughs> Well like I told you before It used to uh, if, if I didn't tear something up Or get hurt You know in a few days I didn't figure I was doing anything but I've gotten better, so maybe it's just a little phase well, I hope go so. through in, in your 40s. <laughs> I hope that's all behind me. Maybe it, maybe it won't last through the whole 40s. Maybe I'm maybe, just getting maybe wiser. just a few years. <laughs> 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 well, I hope so. I hope so. But, you know, that's just something that we, we deal with. That's yep, occupational definitely. hazard, isn't it? Yep.
2: Element of injury and... And situations getting out of hand is always there.
1: Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't try to get hurt. But uh, just talking about uh, your thumb, um, do you want to share that story? Uh, last May, I um, cut or my not. thumb off.
2: I had a heel to steer, and had the coil fall over it, and it severed my thumb, and that was a long process i think there was um five surgeries i really asked them to amputate right away but they insisted that i try saving it Um, they sewed it back on and after the next morning we knew it wouldn't take they wanted to wait a little bit longer so i mean i had i had like a black thumb for a while but we it was it was a process we went through after five five surgeries it did grow enough back that I was able to save up to my first personal. So I,
1: I have a little bit. Of that, but I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. And before that you did, you did something with a knife. <laughs> I can't remember. Yes.
2: You don't forget anything. Um, I was cutting half at our branding <laughs> and, um, <laughs> the kid that was holding the back end let the calf go and he kicked my hand and with my own knife, I cut my other hand. And that was, yeah, that was fairly deep.
1: So see, it's not that we don't get hurt. It, I was leading to something here. I wasn't just trying to give you a hard time. It's not that we don't get hurt. And we was talking about the vents. We don't want to get none of the girls get hurt but there's always a chance to get hurt when you got up that morning and go you know brain and and stuff you didn't say hey you know today I think I'll cut myself no, with my I mean own you, just, knife.
2: you go to your job every day you know you just get up and and go to your job and you mean know, you do it the best you can and you're gonna have you know uncontrollable elements in it that you just handle as you go through them.
1: Right, and and we all know, you know, in the same scenario, we all know people that can walk through a mud hole and not get a lick of mud on them, and I can walk within ten foot <laughs> and I look like that I rolled in it. You know, <laughs> that's just that's just the way way it goes, and and it's just part of our lifestyle. We we try to be safe, but um, we don't walk around on eggshells uh, afraid something's yep. going to be happen when to happen to us. We try. We try to work smart, but uh, should happen. That, that it does. That it. Does. You know, it, it, we we wouldn't get hurt if we wasn't out there trying to do something. So, and Leanne is a worker, and I know it was hard for her to when they told her not to be doing stuff, and she'd send a Snapchat, and I'd say, "Are you I'll- supposed to be doing that?" I'm surprised she just kept sending me pictures of her doing stuff. I'm like, you're supposed well, to be doing Driving
2: this gister?" technically does <laughs> not need my thumb for it. So, getting it out was <laughs> questionable, but...
1: Uh, <laughs> so, but we try to take care of each other and, and keep each other lined out. But, yeah, so you know, he, we're kind of so hard-headed as well. Worse for all of us, had I just sat on
2: the couch, so... It was probably good that I had
1: found things <laughs> to keep myself busy. Yes. Yeah, definitely. and for for your state definitely. of mind
2: too. I mean there was sometimes like when they did the graphs and stuff, state I had to mind. I had to really follow the doctor's orders, you know, that that was kind of a critical
1: part of it. But I, I, are you supposed to be doing that and be a good patient? I think I just kept uh, telling you, but uh, I tell myself that sometimes, and I
0: don't know. Well, I'm
2: pretty so. sure they didn't know what to think of me and I didn't know what to think of them. So when they, they cause they cut a vein out of my <laughs> forearm and set it back up through my thumb, you know, to see to blood to the end of my thumb, the incision where they had sorted up where they took the vein out, um, like, the next day looked, I mean, I've seen vets do better work, and they were supposed to be world-renowned in their profession, and the doctor kept giving me crap about, like, they don't know anything about roping, but he Googled it, and he was like, now I have to ask you, did you have your thumb up or your thumb down? And I was like, seriously? Like, first of all, what does it matter now? It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> irrelevant, but... Um, I was like, no, I, I kind of know how to do that, whatever. It's not my first time. And, uh, so then I was giving it back to him, you know, with the incision. I was like, uh, have you guys done this before? Like, I have bets that do a better job than this. And it actually has laid down, and it, I mean, the incision looks really good now, but it was um, kind of a friendly little banter we had going on between us.
1: Well, it's good if you can get a doctor that understands uh, your lifestyle. Right. And then, as and you were talking you about a
2: earlier, um, my dear husband um, thought it would be cute to ask them if uh, he could have my thumb to make a keychain for me. They weren't, they, they were like, uh, no, like, what, why, what do you want? So that was, that was rather humorous.
1: Yeah, thought anyone would appreciate that. (laughs) No, they
2: they can keep it. I really don't want it. I don't think it's lucky. No.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. So we got a new rodeo uh, coming up that that we've got our money on. Westcliff? I can't remember the name of the town there in Colorado. Westcliff, yeah. So... Um, do you remember that date? Um, off the top May twenty
2: ninth and thirtieth, and I think it's going to be called the High Country Roundup. Okay.
1: Okay. Yes. So people need, and that's Memorial yep. Weekend, yep. right? Yep. Not to change the subject from from Garth, but um, that just popped in my brain. Say that again. I said I didn't mean to to change subjects, but I have a tendency to do that. That just popped in my brain to tell them we do have that one yep, on I think the that's
2: schedule actually our first May 29th and 30th in, so um, definitely get that one on your books on your calendar um, Westcliff is a beautiful mountain town so you'll be missing out if you don't make a trip up there to see it
1: you can watch the girls compete and get a team together to compete yourself right and I know Heather will yep. get something put together there in uh, Lyman uh, then we will have a uh, Gosh darn it. The mugger on uh, gosh. Oh, nice on Joette's
2: Stacey. team. Stacey will have yep, the sand and sage. Stacey um, in August.
1: Stacy's Yep. Yep. Oh. And I in McKin- Lamar. Yep. McKinney's. Right? we're working on we're working um, on that. Her dual and um again in June in Ihanna's. Right, and then um, we have a meeting at the end of uh, this month, end of January, uh, with the Elk County Fair Board to make sure they're still going to do their deal. Uh, that's usually the first weekend in August. Uh, we'll try to do something here at the house. So,
2: yep, JV down in um, uh, JV <clears throat> Roaring Springs yep. at the Old Settlers Ranch Rodeo. That's always a
1: good fun time. right uh i'm just trying to think off the top of my head so if anybody news listening or old and forget our old yep and
2: um rodeos that we always i know have. kilgore is wanting to do theirs the same weekend again i think it'll be september i want to say 19th um, tentatively i don't have the paperwork in but i did speak with him on the, the and um we're gonna speak to some uh, Close local towns there, try to get another one lined up that same weekend like we've done in the past.
1: So, so we're busy working for you girls, trying to get things lined out um, and get you started up rodeoing as soon as I know a lot of places are kind of debating uh, if they can have events or not still. So we're not just sitting still. We're, we're yep, I think JV's will in, be August 29th. It's always the fourth
2: Sunday in August. And I know sand and stage there that Stacy's going to so, put on um, will be in the middle of August. I want to say the second week in August.
1: Yeah, August is usually uh, pretty busy. You know, June, July, August usually pretty busy um, with rodeos. Um, yep. Once
2: again, so, um, I'm working get to finalize the best
1: I can and
2: our updated rules and our rodeo schedule will be on the facebook page and website um just just as quickly as i can get it all put together
1: yep so if you're thinking about once again we keep drilling this in their head and we'll just keep drilling it uh get a hold of us go to the facebook page uh get a hold of leanne we want to put on a rodeo put a team together whatever uh the whole board is is working uh to make this happen so we can take the top 12 teams to yep. and we're always
2: looking for sponsorships um if you know anybody that you know, would be interested in volunteering their time or their talents um we're always
1: interested
2: in, in
1: Right, and the sooner you get a hold of us, the more advertising we can do. And we'll have some of those uh, sponsors on our podcast to to let folks know more about the products that they have.
2: So, oh, very good. I appreciate you taking the time to get my point of view and my perspective.
1: Right, we'll have you back. Thank you, Billy. Uh, for taking time out and doing this with us. Yes. Have a good night. Okay. If you'd like to know more about Women's Ranch Rodeo, you can find us on Facebook. You can also go to our website, Women'sRanchRodeo.org. If you're wanting to put on a rodeo, you can give Leanne a call. Her number is seven one nine three nine three two seven three five you can send her an email leanne k perry at gmail so that's l-e-a-n-n-k-p-e-r-r-y at gmail.com if you have any other questions you know you're always free to get a hold of me at 620-326-1083 As always, thank you, Dr. Harry Anderson and Total Feeds for your sponsorship. You can go to their website, TotalFeeds.com, if you'd like more information on their products. Total Equine, Total Goat, Total Bull, Total People Plus, and Total Canine. We'd also like to thank Getty and New Dart for their sponsorships also. If you'd like more information on New Dart, you can call 866-299-DART, or you can go on to their website. And that's P-N-E-U-D-A-R-T dot com.
0: Now you can dress them up and take them out. Yeah, they're ladies, that's no doubt. They'll whip you up some ham and eggs. Wow, do you see those legs? Ask any cowboy and he'll say. Well, you can ride in it. You can rope in it. And if you have to, well they can even shovel it. The real cowgirls of the WRRA. The pretty cowgirls of the WRRA. Women's Ranch Rodeo Association. USA. <laughs> oh, I love cowgirls.